Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And you're listening to the Culips English Podcast. Welcome back to Culips. This is Simplified Speech, the Culips series, which features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about interesting topics. Today, I'm joined by my co host, Cassie. Hello, Cassie. Hey, Andrew, and hey, listeners. So, Cassie, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded together, and usually we record every week, but we took a little break because of your wedding. So, I think congratulations are in order. You just got married, and on behalf of the Culips team and all of our listeners as well, I want to say congratulations. Ah, thank you. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it. To the wedding, but I'd still love to hear all about it. And I think our listeners are curious as well about how it went. So I was thinking that you could tell us all about it during today's episode. Yeah, I can do that. But before I do, let's remind everyone about the study guide and transcript for this episode. Yes, good idea. So, guys, we make transcripts and study guides for all of our episodes. And we design them with you in mind, and we create them to help you build your English skills and reach your English learning goals faster. So, you can get unlimited access to all of our study guides plus other great bonuses by becoming a QLoops member. And you can sign up and become a member on our website, which is QLoops.com. C U L I P S.com. We also want to give a shout out to Sohyun, one of our listeners from South Korea. Sohyun left us a five star rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts and wrote I always listen to Culips before I go to school. I'm 13 years old. Before I go to bed, etc., etc. Culips helps me make English fun and easy. Andrew, Suzanne, Cassie, and Anna, I love you all and thank you so much. Culips is the best. Wow, Sayan, thank you so much for your amazing review and congrats on your English learning. 13 years old. Pretty cool. I think Sayan will be able to graduate from listening to Culips pretty soon, Cassie. I think <laughs> Sayan is well on their way to becoming a very fluent. English speaker and writer, because the writing in this review is perfect as well.、Mm. I have to say, I'm jealous, Cassie. I wish that I started learning Korean when I was 13. Maybe I could be as good as Sohyun is at English right now. Seriously. <laughs> so, Sohyun, thank you for listening and your great review. And thanks to everyone around the world who has been supporting Culips with reviews and Likes and subscriptions on YouTube and Instagram, all of these things. It really helps us and supports us and helps English learners connect with us and improve their English with us. So keep up the great work, everyone. We love it. And now, Cassie, let's get to your wedding. Can you spill the beans and tell us about everything, how it went, all of the juicy details? Let's get into it. <laughs> How did it go when you were getting ready and preparing for it? Did everything go smoothly? Were there any hiccups or anything 
walk us through what your day was like, the wedding day. Okay. So first, I was pretty lucky. My wedding was the last of the day at our wedding hall. We had our wedding at a wedding hall, and it was at 5 p.m., pretty late for a wedding. I noticed that on the invitation, and I thought that was an interesting time for the wedding because, you know, traditionally weddings are in the morning. I was going to ask you about that. Was that something that you chose or something that just kind of happens because of scheduling? Why, why did you have a later wedding? We had a later wedding, one, because we wanted it on Saturday instead of Sunday, which they originally offered us when we went to that wedding hall, and two, because it was actually cheaper, which was pretty cool. We were a little nervous about it, though, because as you said, there aren't a lot of weddings in the evening. Uh, we were worried about how the guests would feel, but it was awesome having the wedding at 5 p.m., and if I ever had to have a wedding again, it would be at 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah, you know, personally, in my opinion, I think it is a great time for a wedding, especially like if you're traveling from out of town, you can kind of do a one day trip almost like you can go to the wedding and eat dinner at the reception and then go home. You don't have to like maybe stay overnight. Like if the wedding is in the morning, maybe you have to get a hotel so you can be in the city in the morning of the wedding. So there's like that advantage. And then also, at least from our Western point of view, I think after the wedding is kind of time for a party, right? It's like the reception, mm -hmm. it's kind of a party time. And so if the wedding is in the morning or like early afternoon, then you finish and you have the reception at like, I don't know, two or something like that. It's not really like the same party atmosphere. So at least from my perspective, I think it's a great time to have a wedding. I, you know, my wedding was in the afternoon. It was fine. It was good. But I like this time, 5 p.m. time slot. Yeah, the, the best part was uh, not having to wake up early and be stressed right from the get-go. So I actually woke up at like 9 a.m. on my wedding day, which is insane. Most people wake up at like 5 or 6 a.m. so they can be all glammed up and ready for their wedding. Yeah, that was what I had to do. I had to get up early, like five in the morning. And, you know, it was hilarious. I think I mentioned this before, but I had to go with my wife to the salon where she did her hair and makeup and I did my quote unquote hair and makeup as well. <laughs> Mine took about four minutes and hers took about four hours. So I had to wake up early and then I just sat there at the salon looking at my phone for hours. So... Yeah, that's a benefit for sure. Yeah, another benefit is unlike other countries, at least Western countries, where they have a reception after, in Korea, the wedding is like short, sweet, to the point, and then you get out of there. Mm -hmm. So the weddings in the morning and even the one right before mine, they only had the wedding hall for an hour because there's weddings back to back to back. But right. since mine was, yeah, at the end of the day, we could stay longer than an hour to take our pictures together. And then when we went to the, the buffet area later, we were the only ones in the buffet. So there were no lines, there were no crowds, especially with COVID, it was perfect. 
That's another thing that maybe we should explain. Our Korean listeners will know about this, but for our international listeners around the world, in Korea, many people get married at these facilities, like Cassie mentioned, which is called a wedding hall. And they are often very busy. So just like you said, Cassie, mm. there will be wedding after wedding after wedding. And uh, each wedding lasts for around an hour. And each building, each wedding hall will have a different number of auditoriums for having the wedding ceremony in. But there is one bigger restaurant, usually in the basement. It's like a buffet and they serve a lot of different kinds of food and you know, personally, I love wedding buffets. They're pretty delicious in my opinion. <laughs> but what will happen is maybe the wedding hall will have like four weddings happening at the same time. And when those weddings finish, the people and the guests from all four weddings will be down in the buffet restaurant at the same time eating uh, for the reception. So it's kind of weird sometimes because you'll have like all of these strangers that you don't know yep. at the wedding. <laughs> so I guess you didn't have this issue. There weren't any strangers at your reception. Well, there were still plenty of strangers, but ones that at least my fiance knew, even okay. if I didn't know them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe strange to you personally, but somehow connected to your family in some way. Yes, exactly. How many guests did you have at the wedding, Cassie? That was surprising. We actually had a pretty big turnout. I would say about 120 or 30 people, wow, which was okay. a lot for COVID times. And did you do any traditional Korean wedding things, like any of the ceremonial Korean traditions in the wedding? After the wedding... When we went down to the buffet area, I wore traditional Korean hanbok to greet the guests after the wedding. Mm -hmm. And during the wedding, we spoke our vows in Korean and um, we did the whole ceremony. And then at the, the last part of the wedding, before we walked down the aisle again, um, usually in Korean culture, you have to greet the parents and bow to them formally and then to each side um, which was actually pretty fun for our wedding because we of course bowed to my fiance's parents first and then my parents were not there uh, they couldn't make it to Korea so I actually had um, two of my friends recording and translating the entire ceremony. And we actually had them come up on stage holding the camera and we bowed to the camera so that my parents could get the full experience. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really fun. Did you have any kind of special things uh, as a part of your ceremony? Did you have like an MC? Did you have uh, a song or dance uh, number? I know a lot of weddings in Korea are actually quite entertaining because somebody will sing or do a performance like one of your friends or something like that. Did you Did you have anything like that as a part of your wedding ceremony? We did have two of my Oh, I guess it's my husband now. Whew, feels weird to say still, listeners. <laughs> I'm getting used to it. <laughs> yeah, it takes um, a little while to get used to it. Yeah, two of my husband's friends did sing for us, which was nice. But actually, the most special part of our ceremony um, 
was actually provided by my side of the family. Mm -hmm. um, no one from my family could come to the wedding. I think it was the same for yours too, right, Andrew? Yeah, nobody, nobody came. It was right in the peak of COVID and too dangerous to travel overseas at that time. So similar to you, Cassie, we just streamed the wedding to our friends and family back home. They watched on their phones and computers, but nobody was actually in attendance. Yeah. So um, this actually happened before COVID several years ago for my aunt's wedding. Um, she got married abroad and our family decided to show our love and support back then by making videos to congratulate the couple and show it during the wedding. And they're like, why don't we do that for your wedding as well? So my fiance at the time, husband now, he collected all of the videos without letting me watch. And he translated them all um, so that they had Korean subtitles so that the Korean audience could understand what my family was saying and friends. And they presented it during the wedding. It was quite long. It was about a 14 minute video. And the guests later said that it was so special to see. I was crying the entire time, of course. <laughs> um, but some of the guests, they were family members of Dongik's, my husband, but they hadn't really met me much. They didn't know much about me. But they said by watching that video and seeing what my family had to say about me and Dongik, they felt, you know, kind of closer in a way to us. They felt like they were learning more about us through those videos. That's awesome. That sounds like a very touching and nice thing. And I'm sure <laughs> that was great to see at the ceremony. I was going to ask you, Cassie, if you cried, and I guess you already <laughs> answered that question. Oh my God. I was so <laughs> afraid my makeup was like all over my face, but it was okay. <laughs> It would be a good idea for a makeup company to have tear-free makeup, maybe, for, mm -hmm. for weddings. What about the bouquet toss? Did you toss uh, a bouquet at the end of the wedding ceremony? I did not, which is going to shock people. Yeah. Mm. Why not? Um, all of my friends are either married, already engaged, or left Korea so I didn't really have like a really close girlfriend that I could throw it to. So I just decided to skip that part. Skip that part. I see. And now, as we mentioned earlier, receptions are a big part of Western weddings, um, but not so much in Korea. It's more like, you know, going to the buffet, having a meal, and then that's it. I have been to some weddings in Korea with some of my American friends, and they have had American-style weddings with big receptions and parties that have gone all night. Um, and I've been to some weddings in Korea from my American and Canadian friends where that hasn't happened at all. They've just done it Korean-style. I did it kind of Korean-style as well, my wedding here. What about you? Did you have an American-style reception and party, or did you just have a dinner after the wedding, and that was it? How, how did you handle this part? Yeah, it was pretty short. We pretty much just had the ceremony and dinner. 
um, we did walk around to all the tables and a bunch of my coworkers and three of my students actually came as well. They really wanted to. So I was yeah. like, okay, sure, you can come. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, so that was fun. And then after the wedding was over, we actually rented a Airbnb for a couple of my husband's friends who traveled from different cities and yeah. they stayed the night. So we went to their Airbnb for an hour or two after the wedding to hang out. Nice. Now, I know that you mentioned to us before that you were going to go to Jejudo for your honeymoon. And mm -hmm. have you done the honeymoon yet? I can't remember if you were going to do it immediately after the wedding or wait for a different time. Uh, are you back from your honeymoon or is that still in the future going to happen? Yeah, we uh, actually got on a boat at 7 a.m. the day after our wedding. And uh, we took a boat to Jeju so we could bring our car and we stayed there a week. It was very fun. Oh, nice. Okay, so for some listeners who don't know, Jeju Island is an island off the southern part of the Korean peninsula, which is very nice. Many people say it is like the Hawaii of Korea. And I went there for my honeymoon <laughs> as well. I think it's like the most popular honeymoon destination for couples in South Korea, especially during this COVID time when international travel is difficult. What yeah. were the highlights of your trip to, to Jeju-do? We were actually not very typical honeymoony people. Um, like we didn't <laughs> do a lot of the romantic stuff. We were mm -hmm. really excited to get out in nature after, you know, being stuck inside in the winter. So uh, we hiked Sunrise Peak, which is a famous little mountain in Korea. And we hiked uh, all the way to the peak of Halasan, nice. which is the tallest mountain in Korea. Yeah, that's um, lovely. Yeah, there was still snow on the ground, Andrew. It was a little scary. How long did it take <laughs> you to climb to the top? It took us uh, five hours and 45 minutes to go up and down. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I went one time with uh, one of the study guide writers on the Culips team, and ah. we, we climbed in the winter, and the snow was extremely deep. And it took us about nine hours. So <laughs> it was slow going as we trudged through the snow. It was like up to, you know, past our knees at some point. So it was. Oh, my gosh. Long, but five hours, six hours. That's pretty good. You guys were quick, quick ascenders and descenders. Yeah, we booked it up and then we ran out of water uh, on the downhill. So we were just like, let's go. <laughs> we need agua. <laughs> Well, Cassie, uh, is there anything that we missed? Any other details that you'd like to to share with us before we wrap this episode up? Um, nope, that's pretty much it. Uh, it was overall a really beautiful experience, and I'm so thankful to all my friends and family who could be there and support us, whether they were there in person or abroad. And final question for you. Do you feel any different? Do you, now that you're married, does anything feel different to you? Uh, not 
especially, but sometimes I get this like little warm, fuzzy feeling like, wow, you know, I'm off the market now, totally taken. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Well, congratulations again, Cassie, on your wedding to you and your husband as well. And everyone, that will bring us to the end of this episode. So thanks for listening. And of course, congratulations on doing some English practice today. Great job as always. If you like Culips and find us helpful for growing your English skills, we'd appreciate your support. The best way to support us is by signing up and becoming a Culips member on our website, Culips.com. But that's not the only way. You could also tell your friends who are learning English to check us out. You could follow us on social media, or you could leave us a five-star review and a positive comment on your favorite podcast app. That is it for us for now, but we'll be back soon with another brand new episode, and we'll talk to you all then. Goodbye. See ya.